0: We are starting a journey on excellence, hallelujah, excelling in our walk with God, excelling in our walk with God. The Bible describes a man who, the Bible says, was not, never died. He was not found dead. Nobody knows his grave. He was actually raptured by God in that God found him perfect or excellent in his walk with him. Hallelujah. I believe that you and I will want to have the testimony like that, that God will find our our walk with him perfect or excellent. You know, I discovered that excellent is relative. When something is excellent, it's relative in the sense that what is excellent in a place may not be so excellent in another place. Are you with me? Excellence, let me define excellence. Excellence means matching your practice with your potential. And how many will agree that our potentials are different? So what would be excellent in a place like South America or Africa may be average in another place. Excellence is matching your practice with your potential. Somebody like David was a guy who was um, always practicing with a stone, isn't it? The, The sling and the stone. He was practicing And um, when he had the opportunity to practice, not to practice, but to perform in a fight against Goliath, he used the same method that he had been using, which was using his practice on an opportunity. And that was an excellence. Am I making sense? An excellent occurrence happened because he matched his potential with his opportunity. Another definition of excellence is to do do a common thing in an uncommon way. Hallelujah. Which means that every common thing that we do can be done in an uncommon way. Am I making sense? You can cook in an excellent way. It's a normal thing to do cooking. Are you with me? But you can add excellence to cooking. A normal thing to do is to pray. Everybody can pray. But you can pray with the spirit of excellence. Amen. You can be an excellent wife. It's normal to be a wife. It's normal to be a husband. But you can be an excellent husband. Amen. You can be an excellent wife. It's normal to have normal church members, but you can be a different church member. It's normal to have Christians, but you can be an excellent Christian. Hallelujah. Your work with God can be excellent. Amen. It is not beyond the realm of achievement. Hallelujah. To achieve excellence, there must be discipline. Somebody say discipline. To achieve excellence there must be discipline and there also must be tenacity of purpose. Now we are getting to the nitty gritty. What makes us n- not excellent is discipline or the lack thereof. Hallelujah. The reason why we cannot be excellent Christians is because we lack discipline. How many will agree that discipline is a difficult thing to achieve? Discipline is not an it's not as an easy thing for anybody to achieve. Amen. Because you need to uh, you need to fight your own self. I'm taking my time because we have four weeks to treat this subject and I, I, I pray that after we finish treating this subject you and I will begin to become excellent. Amen. Incidentally this particular subject is one of my, my pet subjects. I like it very much because I see that it is a challenge for all of us. Amen. We, we struggle to be Excellent. All of us struggle to be excellent. Amen. So my, my prayer is that by the time we finish talking about this, and I'm going to talk about this excellence every, every Wednesday and every Sunday throughout this month, and every Friday if I get the opportunity, and every weekday, uh, every uh, Thursday if I get opportunity. Because I want us to drum this spirit inside of us. Amen. I want to drum this spirit inside of us so that we'll pursue it. And the first thing I want you to know is that it is not easy to be excellent. Never ever think that you can become excellent just by being ordinary. To be excellent, you have to fight. How many don't like confrontation? If you don't like confrontation, you cannot be excellent. Because to be excellent, you have to fight people. To be excellent, you have to fight yourself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. There is a, a, a book in my office. It's, the size of the book is like this. It says from the third world. From third world to first world. And it's talking about South Korea. Singapore, sorry, Singapore Republic. The thickness of the book is. And you will see in the book, you will realize that the president or the head of state had to fight his own cabinet, his own people, had to fight people's lifestyle, had to fight people's proclivities and traditions and fight all those things to make the country become excellent. Hallelujah. A lot of people don't want to take up this fight because this fight is very hard to fight. So sometimes they get to a place and they just stop because it's just too difficult to fight. In fact, in this church, I have somewhat given up a little bit because people want to cut corners. People don't want to do what is difficult to achieve the extraordinary. People want to take it easy, including myself. Are you with me? You see, excellence, if you take on excellence, you take on yourself. Yourself will be an enemy. How many don't like to wake up early in the morning when you have to wake up? How many feel that thing of fighting yourself when you are waking up? You know you have to wake up, but your body is saying that, no. Hallelujah. It is that fight that it takes to be excellent. You know the, the fight of wake up, uh, wake up, uh, wake up. Uh. Some of us, we have to pour water on you Uh, so you've been dragging the, 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 uh, the quilt of them and they are dragging trying to fight wrestle the quilt back on to sleep amen it is a common thing but you need an extraordinary push to do the common things an excellent person is not excellent in one thing but excellent in everything it's a spirit that we need to acquire Amen. So that you are not only excellent in your academics, but you are excellent at home, you are excellent in church, you are excellent at work, you are excellent everywhere in school, you are excellent everywhere. You cannot pick and choose excellence. That's for me, I'm only going to be clever in school. Everything else I don't care. No. Amen. That is why I'm talking about tenacity and discipline. You cannot give up in the fight towards excellence. Because some people can be excellent in one day and gradually disintegrate into other th- other things. Average, below average. Amen. I, I, I wrote a book, or oh, I'm, I'm still writing because it hasn't been published, called Builders. And in the book, I describe... Builders, users, and spoilers. There are some people that are builders, which means that they come to change what they meet. So they came to meet a bare ground, a bare land. By the time they were leaving, there was an edifice or a structure on the land. That means that they are builders. Am I making sense? There are some people who never build anything, but they use what had been built. So somebody builds a house, they come and live in it. All right? And then there are some people who did not build, who are users, but they move to the other side of abusing what they came to meet. So, by the time they are checking out, what they came to meet is destroyed. The house is now leaking. The house is run down. The house is, is spoiled. The, when they came, it was painted nicely and everything. They smeared things on, on the walls, they've just messed the whole place up. Those are spoilers. You see that it takes the spirit of excellence to build. Are you with me? Because you cannot build any building if you don't have tenacity and discipline. Hallelujah. Anything. A church, an organization, a business, a marriage, a family. Anything that you care to mention that can be built, it takes discipline and tenacity. Which means, you see, when I say tenacity, I mean that never give up spirit. Because sometimes you feel discouraged. Hallelujah. But you have to overcome your own discouragement. You have to fight those uh, insecurities inside of you. That makes you think that, let me give up, this is not going to work. Amen. You have to fight all those things to to go beyond your own feeling to leave something, leave a mark. And my prayer for all of us is that by the time we are leaving this earth, we should have built something. We should should leave something behind that was not there because of us. Amen. Because we came, something is there. Amen. Kelly, you must never leave home empty-handed. You came as a student with your your suitcases and your stuff and your pillow and uh, what do you call it? Your quilts. And then after three, four years when you are leaving Hull, you just take your quilt and your pillowcase and your pillow and you are gone. And then nobody or Hull doesn't acknowledge that you once passed through that land. It means you didn't exist. You didn't build anything. Are you with me? But when you leave, after you've been four years and you leave, and this time you are leaving with something behind, as a testimony that you pass through that land, it means you have that spirit of a builder. Amen. That's the thing that a lot of uh, uh, third world countries struggle with. They, they don't like building because they just do not like going through discipline and tenacity to leave behind something better than they came to meet. I wish one day I can take that book and 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 read that book to you from third world to first. You see that the people that this uh I forgot the name of the the president. It's been a while since I read that book. Lee Sorry? Lee, Kuan-Hyu. Lee Kuan-Hyu. You see that Lee kwan Yu had to fight his own people, his own traditions, his own self to move the country from a third world to a first world Amen For most of us our Christianity is in a third world stage and to move our Christianity, our work with God from a, a third world state to a first world state, we'll have to fight some traditions. We'll have to fight some, some things that we have always thought it was right. We've got to fight those things. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> mm. You see that excellence demands pursuit. Amen. Amen. Excellence demands pursuit. Do you know what the pursuit is? Let, let me do pursuit. Uh, come. Yes, come. Uh, who else? You two come. Yeah. Okay, so you stand here. So, start pursuing her. You start moving. He's pursuing you. Don't run. But yeah, pursue her. Try and avoid him. Uh, uh, Have you seen? It means that excellence doesn't stand at one place. Are you with me? Excellence keeps moving. and Oh, keep moving. Excellence doesn't stand at one place. It's moving. And if you want to be excellent, you must do what? You must keep moving towards excellence. Because what was excellent yesterday is not excellent today. It's average. Are you with me? What we regarded as very good yesterday, today is not good at all. So we need pursuit if we are going to become excellent. Which means that excellent is not a one-time thing. I did it and I was excellent then. So I'm excellent every time. No. Thank you. Put your hands together for them. That is the reason why, that is the reason why if you walk through any developed nation, any first world type of nation, one of the common features you will see is a crane. You know what a crane is? That, uh, what do you call it? A, a, A car with, can you find a picture of a crane for me? You will see that a crane is the common, it doesn't matter whether you're in America, you are in uh, Australia, you are in uh, Japan, you are wherever you are. You will see that on the skyline of any developed city, there is a crane that is breaking something and rebuilding something. Because excellence is not static. There is not a place that's overdeveloped, so they don't they don't need to do anything again. No, after a while, you have to break what you was developed and redo it again. Because excellence is moving. I can do are, you, are you understanding what I'm saying? So, our Christianity is only going to be excellent when we are breaking and rebuilding. Constantly remolding. Constantly doing something new. Have you ever seen that anytime you go to any supermarket around this part of the world, over a short period of uh, They've they rechanged the whole place. Have you noticed it? It's the same items, same commodities, same people, but they change where things are. They remodel the place, they reorganize the place. Why? Because excellence is moving and you need to pursue it in order to remain excellent. Hallelujah. So to become an excellent wife, for instance, you've got to pursue. Pursue excellence, which means that what you did some time ago that was excellent, you have to redo it. No. 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 You only do five, five sauces and two different types of soup. You have been here for the last 23 years. You are not. (laughs) All the sources of life. If it's not this, it's to be this. If it's not this, it's to be this. If it's not this. this. No. You are not pursuing excellence. Hello? Yeah. So you see, number one is what? Discipline. Number two is what? Tenacity. Number three is what? Pursuit. Persistent, moving towards it, fighting, reading, learning, moving. Look at what is being done elsewhere. Incorporate it into what you are doing. Find out who is doing what. What, is, what looks nice? How oh, is it nice? How did they achieve this? What can I do to achieve this? And then you keep moving. That is what makes you excellent. Excellence is a little above merit, worth, and value. Excellence is a little above good and average. How many of us know that as natural human beings, we like to compare with ourselves a lot, ourselves with others a lot? How many know that? We like to compare and the Bible says that they that compare themselves with, with others are not wise. But you see, as you do something and what you are doing looks nicer and better than somebody else, it makes you want to relax. Because after all, I am better than A and B. Are, are you with me? But excellence is going above the norm, above the average, above the, the, uh, what looks good. Amen. First Corinthians 1558. Paul says to the church in Corinth, "Therefore my beloved brethren, be steadfast, Amen." You see that all that I've said about excellence, it needs a little bit of tenacity, isn't it? Steadfastness. Be steadfast. Immovable. Always abounding in what? The work of the Lord. Always abounding. The word abounding is the same English word, excelling. Are you with me? So Paul was saying that Therefore, my brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord. Which means that in the work of the Lord, you must excel. You must, all the things we have talked about so so far, you must try and do it. You must achieve, you must pursue God. Pursue the service of God. You must be disciplined. You must have tenacity in your work with God. Knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. Therefore, my beloved brethren, give me the ESV. Do you have ESV? Amplified says what? ESV or Amplified. Therefore, my, my beloved brothers, be steadfast and movable. Always, no, give me Amplified. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the labor, in your labor, even to the Lord. Hallelujah. Excelling in your labor. Excelling in your work with God. Excelling in your pursuit of God. Hallelujah. Like the the, uh, developed nation, you've got to learn to break some things used to believe that fasting from six to six was real fasting. Are you with me? But if you are going to excel, then you've got to break that old 10-story building that houses 500 people and put new structures there. Bring down and rebuild again. You see, in the same square mile, in any country, in any, if you go to London, the square mile in the city center. If you go to Leeds, the square mile, it, as I speak to you right now, in uh, uh, Manchester, the skyline is changing. In Manchester, there are cranes everywhere, breaking and rebuilding, breaking and rebuilding, breaking and rebuilding. We used to have a very favorite Chinese shop, a few meters that we really, all of us used to like it. I know many, many dates, many dates that have gone on in this, many weddings that have, as a result of many marriages, as a result of that particular Chinese. But today that Chinese shop, the uh, uh, restaurant is no more. They've broken it. Uh, and for some of us, it really pained us when that particular shop was broken. Hallelujah! But you see, they break and rebuild, break and rebuild, break. When was the last time you broke something in your Christian life to rebuild? Ah. <laughs> Oh, oh your, your Christianity is great, too listed. You never touch it. Yeah. Hallelujah. When was, that, when was the last time you broke something in your prayer life? Even in your worship. In your giving. When was the last time you broke something in your giving? You see, I, I, I remember once my pastor told me something. And um, it was very difficult for me to accept. But after a few years, I've come to believe that what he said was true. If you have never given a thousand pounds as offering before, that is your ceiling. You understand what I'm saying? It means your whole life, all your income and and expenditure you get will never allow you to give 1,000 pounds to God. Because you have put a ceiling. If your ceiling is 100 pounds, you've never given 100 pounds. I'm not talking about your tithe, but just an offering. You've never given it. That's your ceiling. You can never go. Your income, expenditure, and everything will be at that ceiling. If you ever manage to break from 100 pounds to give a 1,000 pounds one day, it's like giving birth to a child it's a difficult thing. If you have never given birth to before and you go to give birth, you will know what I'm talking about. It's not an easy thing. But once you give birth, then it becomes easy. Because you, psychologically, financially, spiritually, you move yourself to a certain level where you can give that amount. When my pastor told me that I couldn't believe it until a few years, I've seen that it, it really works. Because once you give something, you break something, some, the hold that Satan has over you is broken. And then you see that you, can, you operate in a certain realm. And then you will be challenged to move higher. When you go higher, you see that, that that thing is also broken. In the same way, if you have never prayed for two hours by yourself, you pray 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, that's your ceiling. It's not easy. But if you ever go two hours, then going one hour, one and a half hours, two hours is is well within your capability. Are you with me? If you break six hours by yourself, spiritually break something inside of you. You can pray the whole day by yourself. It breaks something. It stretches you and it makes you become stronger. Am I making sense? It's the same as uh, uh, lifting weights. If you have never lifted 40 kilos before, are you with me? And you only lift, your maximum is 20. Don't attempt 40 kilos. Something bad can happen to you. Are you with me? But if you can move to 30 kilos once, it becomes easy to go 25, go towards 30. If you can break 50 kilos, you see that 30 kilos is, not, is nothing. Are you with me? So the resistance that you have is what makes you stronger to go higher. Am I making sense? In the same way, the resistance you have in pursuing god if you break it then it makes you stronger to overcome it all the time hallelujah amen so we need we need we need to pursue and break some things in our lives in order to achieve excellence paul says that not as i have already attained But this one thing I do, I forget the things that are behind me and I press on towards the price of the mark of the high calling. Amen. One of the things that stops us from achieving is our past glory. Hallelujah. If you go to a certain part of the world, all they talk about is history. and their achievement of history. Any country that is always talking about history is not moving forward. And our first president did this. Is, and our first president did that. And our first president did this. He's like the one most wonderful human being that ever lived. You see that because they have built a monument for the first president, nobody can achieve anything past that one. In the same way, if you're a Christian and all you talk about is your past glory. I was in, when I was in this church, I, did, I fasted, you know, for two days. When I was here, I did this. I did uh, uh, all night. I did this. I went on evangel. I did a crusade. No, no. If you are talking about the past all the time, it means you are not moving forward. The good old days. Hallelujah! I'm trying to challenge us. See, a, a, a church like the ones that built this building, they 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 were very very content about the history of the church, the amount of uh, missions that they sent the various countries they went into, the various edifices and monuments they built, the various, and and that was the achievement, and all they talked about was the proud achievement of of the past, without realizing that nobody cares about the past. It was time to break some things and rebuild, but they didn't rebuild. Can you imagine, for, for the sake of argument, if they? broke this building, to rebuild this building, would you agree with me that the the new building will be much better, much nicer, more accommodating than the old building? How many agree with me? Yeah. But the culture is that don't move the ancient landmarks. Leave them as they are. Because they remind us and for some of us, our, our work with God is like that. The ancient landmarks must not be touched. I remember the, the time I prayed for person X, and they couldn't walk and I prayed and they walked. So that is your ancient landmark that has never going to be moved. Guess what? You are never going to raise the dead, because your best is the miracle of somebody walking. Hallelujah. But it's time to do what the first world does, to break some buildings and rebuild. Break some buildings and rebuild. You know, where I come from, nobody ever knocks his old house down to rebuild a new one on the same land. It's almost a taboo. They think you're crazy. You know, one day I told my mom that I want to break this side of the house and rebuild. That day she started, my mom was gyrating like that. No, you cannot touch. You don't remove the ancient landmarks. Leave them as they are. No, that is not a spirit of excellence. Because at the time, it was excellent. But for now, it is not excellent. Am I making sense? So, we'll have to break some things to rebuild some things. That's why I like Kieran. Kieran's always rebuilding this side. It's unfortunate that he doesn't rebuild the rest of the church. <laughs> so, that anytime he comes, he just imagines something. Recently, he rebuilt the city, yeah. He's not a member of the church. He has been transferred to a night but he just came the other, uh, a week ago, two weeks ago. And he remolded the, the sitting and then left. He didn't even stay for the Sunday. But when somebody walked in there, why have you changed the ancient landmarks? <laughs> we, like the we like the rose as they were. If it's not broken, don't fix it. Hallelujah. Amen. My time is almost up, isn't it? I'm just trying to lay the foundation before we take off. Amen. You're dressing. Have you (laughs) I shouldn't go there. <laughs> okay, let me leave. I, said, I shouldn't go there, so I won't go there. <laughs> Amen. But today I want to challenge you as you go home. Ask yourself, what are some things that need to be gone in my walk with God? The Bible says that then shall we know if we follow on, to know. To really know God, you need to follow on. Like, you know how excellence was being pursued. If you want to catch God, you must pursue him. In Songs of Solomon, one of my favorite books in the Bible, you will see the man in pursuit of his lover. He was moving all the alleys, the straightways, the uh, tents and the corners looking for his lover in the middle of the night. Hallelujah. That is how we need to pursue God. Amen. That's why a Christian who doesn't read cannot be excellent. A Christian who is not prayerful, cannot be excellent. A Christian who is not always trying to buy into the mind of God cannot be excellent. It's like a third world country that has built a castle. And that's it. The castle has been there since 1845. Everything is being done in the castle as we speak. Meanwhile, the castle was not designed for uh, Bluetooth And wireless. The walls cannot take certain infrared, what we call it. Hallelujah. Some of us, our Christianity is like that. It's been built like a castle. So, now the spirit of God cannot move through like what do you call the radio uh, frequencies. They cannot move through certain channels. Certain parts of the room, God is, the Spirit of God is not allowed in there. There's no signal. So today, I I came to tell you that it's time to reassess the building. And start breaking some things. Amen. You know, the, the, the building that I wanted to break was a building that has seven rooms seven, sorry, seven bedrooms and one, two, three, four, five bathrooms. And in the place of the seven bedrooms, I wanted to build six houses of four bedrooms each. How many will will agree with me that building six houses of four bedrooms each is a better use of land and space as against seven bedrooms. Seven bedrooms together is a house. One house. And um, I'm trying to take that out and, in place of that, put six houses of four bedrooms each. Six modern houses. To replace the ancient landmark. <laughs> I said, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Your father will be telling his grave. Your father won't like that. Your father, he's in his grave. If you could tell me, you would have been here to pray, knowing the man I know, he would have been the first to break it. He won't wait for me to come and suggest the breaking. Are, are, are you getting it? I'm talking about the spirit of excellence. History fights excellence. This is how we have always done it. History. That is the words, seven words of a dying organization, a dying church. We've always done it this way. So, this is how we have to do it. No. It's time to break the seven bedrooms and put six, four bedrooms in the place hallelujah so uh, my assignment for you this evening is what are some of the things you need to break in your Christian life write it somewhere and go and do that assignment how many can think of at least two things you, can, you have to break in your Christian life Joel who else Sheila, who else Crystal, you care to share one? You don't want to share it. Anybody to share one? Just mention one. Your prayer life. Who else? Just mention anything that you think needs to be broken to be rebuilt. Yes. Yeah. What? Read more. Okay. Yeah. Extend the duration of prayer. Hallelujah. Excellence is not, you see, the type of exercises you do to compete in in interschools, 100 meters, it's not the same type of exercises you do to compete in Olympic Games, 100 meters. (laughs) are you with me so it was okay when you were doing to do this type of hop, skip and jump to do 100 meters and you were always winning but in the Olympic games you can't do hop, skip and jump and try and go and do Olympic games you will not make the qualification time hallelujah in the same way See, demons are also graded. The demons that you used to fight in the schools, demons, they were just some kind of small, small, <laughs> so junior demons. Now you are coming Olympic game type of place. You have to upgrade. So that that uh, 20 minutes prayer that you used to do cannot qualify you into the Olympic games. And how many of us know that every athlete even from the schools want to go to olympic games one day yeah if you want to go to olympic games one day then you have to remodernize. you have to break some things and build some new things stand to your feet